Okay, this is uh, David Oaks. I'm on the phone with Glenn, who's locked up in Brockland Psychiatric Center uh, today on 17th of April, 2012. Uh, Glenn has just had another forced electroshock uh, just a few days ago on Friday. Uh, Glenn, um, tell us why you want the forced electroshock to stop. The ECT does nothing to to improve my mental status from um, what they say is mental illness to um, mental well-being. And um, it's not only um, unpleasant, it's an unpleasant experience going through shock treatments of a a hundred shock treatments over a period of a year, waking up every morning at six o'clock in the morning, had no breakfast, being isolated in a um, um, observation room till eleven o'clock, and um, given very heavy medications to put me to sleep. And this is for twice a week, and it's one of the most unpleasant. Um, situations he can be in, especially if someone, I have a, a very um, rational seeing mind, and the doctor is making no, um, the doctor is making no, um, no, no effort whatsoever to acquaint himself with my situation. He knows we know better now. I started this treatment in um, November 16, 2011. And he's met with me over that period of time for only about three or four times, about 10 minute, 10 minute interview sessions. For him... Um, no, Glenn, this is your main psychiatrist, you're saying that you've only seen him a few times since you've been locked up in the fall, and here it is in the right. spring. Now, for only about 10 minutes a time, you're saying? Right. You said only okay, about yeah, yeah. you said only about 10 minutes each time? You, you, yeah, yeah. Wow. Very... Who is this doctor? Can you tell us? His name is Dr. Raj. I'm not a spring. He's an Indian man, about 45 years old. Um, I, I don't know Okay. His, um, I don't know his name. Okay, but how do you say his last name again? Raj. And so he's only seen you a few times, you say, over these months, and yet right. he he's ordered a forced electroshock for you. What's the effect on your mind of having this procedure against your will? I have. Before I had shock treatments, I I was a very um. Um, I was very, um, had a lot of intellectual interest. I was, studied the life of Virginia Woolf, who was also mentally ill, um, Vincent Van Gogh, um, I studied lives of people like that, and, um, I studied astrology, which I found to have great validity in, um, um, in studying human nature. So, all of these things have been damaged. All the information I collected over the years 
had been lost in my memory, impaired, um, confused. Um, the memory loss is, is unbelievable. Um, you know, the simplest things I forget. And um, there's there's no there's nothing necessary in my behavior except the fact that sometimes because of my um I I I have, um, I have very severe allergies and uh, I have a condition known as universal reaction. Are you familiar with the condition known as universal reaction? I I have heard of that and um we can't get into your medical condition. But let me right, let me, right. uh, let me ask you what your message is to the public. You know what what is it that you don't don't allow people to have the power to administer something that they, um, they simply cannot um, recognize the damage that is being done by it. Um, you know, Doctors simply, people who go into psychiatry simply don't have the sensitivity to recognize damage that is being done to the people that they don't especially truly care for. And um, the damage, once it's been done, um, uh, you know, I believe it's irreversible. Um, I want you to know, Glenn, that uh, a, a lot of us are out here cheering for you, speaking out for you, um, you know, rallying uh, for you, and, and, and um, we're contacting authorities, and you're definitely not alone. We have a lot of people that have abu been abused by the mental health system and our allies, and, and we're speaking out for you. Well, it's definitely necessary because the, um, the, the training it takes to become a psychiatrist is simply not the training and sensitivity it takes to recognize what is truly, um, truly um, being destroyed in other people's lives. You know, and uh, ECT causes damage that people that who, who um, practice psychiatry simply don't have the, the, um, the sensitivity to recognize the terrible damage that is being done. And um, I do know that um, there, there, there is... Um, There are positive, they claim there are positive benefits for ECT, like better cheerfulness of personality, um, better hopefulness, um, but this is an illusion. Um, you know, like a hundred years ago, the treatments that they had for um, mental mental illness we now recognize as being outrageously um, uh, outrageously 
unbeneficial, uh, unbeneficial, and uh, we recognize it now, but it's the same situation now. They're doing something that, like, um, the treatments you're using now, like ECT, um, the, the drugs, the psychotropic medications, are all things that I believe in a hundred years will be looked back upon as unbelievably primitive, unbelievably uh, incorrect in in the um, I'm losing my thoughts. I'm no. just losing my thoughts. No, that's you've incredibly articulate, Glenn. Um, and I've wor worked with a lot of people that have had forced shock treatment, and you are speaking up incredibly clearly and, and passionately. I'm very moved by you speaking up. I want you to know that we're all cheering you on. I know that in two days' time you have uh, an appeal uh, uh, about the uh, forced shock. We're, we're sending you, uh, you know, all of our support to succeed in that it's hearing. Necessary. Yes, and it, and that I hope that you speak up like you did that did here to everybody that you can, Glenn. Um, and I want you to know that uh, we're 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 cheering you on from from everywhere. Uh, okay. Right. 